Welcome back to uh, Book Market. Go ahead and take that right out of your book. Just take it on out. We can get in between the sheets. <laughs> um, if we sound significantly <coughs> better, it's because we got <laughs> better mics. Um, we also don't know what we're doing, so mm. if it's too loud or something, um, just... Just uh, send us a kind message. <laughs> <laughs> We've recently decided that we're not open um, to criticism, only feedback. Yes, you said that so great today. We were um, redoing our website because obviously we just put a bunch of... Pla- I mean, it's there's still a bunch of placeholders, don't you worry. We're not professional. Um but I feel like it's not even redoing it. We're just doing it, finally. <laughs> yeah. And I was like in the little, you know, where you can leave comments or write us. I was like, you know, just don't be mean because I'm not open to that. those messages. I will just delete them and move on like they never happened because I'm great at ignoring things that upset me. I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah, my, um, my life coach said that was bad. And that I should learn to process those emotions. And I was like, I mean, mm, yeah, but you I can also to. say like, hey, I'm not open to receiving this criticism right now. Mm. And then you can set a time for it later. Oh, yeah. I don't maybe. do that. I just go, mm, I don't want that. So um, I might just never talk to you again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't exist. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like you've done that to me before. That's um, That can't be true if we're having this conversation right now. Okay. Maybe. I mean, that would just make you a poltergeist. <laughs> You're not haunting me. You're just disrupting my world. Um, also, if you hear some weird mouth sounds, Malia made me eat a very dry muffin before we started. <laughs> to be, it wasn't a muffin. It was disgusting. It, wasn't, it was like a, a baked oat <laughs> snack. It was like a breakfast. It's like a muffin. What you? It's, it wasn't a muffin. It's made of oats. A muffin. It's a gluten-free. There can't be muffin. Okay, well, it was drier. It was just muffin-shaped with strawberry filling and oats around it. So it was almost like an oatmeal cookie, but thicker. And Mu- muffin-shaped. Mini muffin-shaped. It was phenomenal. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you listen to, uh, welcome to episode seven of Book whoop. Market Podcast. Uh, Seven's a good number. It's a lucky number. It is a lucky number. And... We ended on chapter 18 in chapter 6. You mean in episode 6? That's what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do some brain math. (laughs) I saw your eyes looking at me with Mm -hmm. consideration. We're we're starting in chapter 19. And uh, we're going to do something a little different. Yes. Hannah made a great suggestion that we didn't know what we were doing and we seemed confused and uh and i was like you're right we really are getting into a weird place well that's the whole point of this though like we did it we're doing this because we we like to already have these conversations um so why not record them and share them with the world but also like um we're figuring it out as we go and so that means things will change structure will change Looks might change. We will change as people. <laughs> Growing every day. Sometimes the mics I'm have already changed. So, like, <laughs> you know, that's progress. Yeah. Progress is what it's all about. So we decided to sort of switch up our structure to see if that makes it better on not only for our conversational flow, but also as a listening perspective. Like, Yeah. Um, because obviously we're hoping you are reading these books. If you're not, you're really just listening to us talk because you, you must really like us. And, and I'll take that. 
honestly. Um, but we're assuming that you have, if you are not currently reading it and listening along with us, that you have read it and you're going back and you're interested just as much as we are. Um, and we want it to be, we want it to be fun because why not? I saw someone, one of our friends launched a podcast today too. I also saw that. Which I saw and it was funny because she had texted me earlier and was, she listened to our episode. It was so sweet. And she was like, oh my God, I just learned something new listening to it. I was like, oh, thank God. I know. We are educational. New. No, let's put that, that in the make, description. Make that a tag. Yeah. Um, and, and then when I saw, <laughs> I saw her, um, her post about her, her launching it, she's like, so many people have asked me to do this over the years. So my final posting out into the world for our marketing was on my LinkedIn, which I never use. Mm -hmm. And I was like, literally no one asked us to make this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> but we did it anyways. We saw a need that no one else had and we Correct. decided to fill it. <laughs> yeah. We, well, technically we fulfilled our own needs because honestly, I think yeah, Hannah and I have listened to this podcast more ourselves during the creation phase, editing phase, and launching phase. And every time, I just smile and chuckle and go, God, we're funny. I told you. <laughs> I was walking around the park today listening to our most recent episode, and I was, like, smiling. I caught myself smiling at us talking. And then I was like, is this egotistical? <laughs> Do I just really love us too much? Never but I was much. like, no, it's because we made something and that's really cool that we actually did it and it's out there and whatever. Yeah. I won't get sappy on you. Oh my God. Just, um, I, I'm gonna, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, it's going to get weird. Point is, is I'm here for it all. Yeah. And I'm really excited because we are finally, finally chapter, er, sorry, episode seven. We are starting to get into the good good parts of this series. If like, you've held on this long, you are a real trooper. This <sighs> If you um, thought it was hard to read it, try listening to six hours of us <laughs> fucking talking about it. Like, this book does not start getting good until right around, I think, like, 25, maybe. But this is That's the... That's when it gets really good, but this, this is, is definitely the, the beginning. Chapter 19 is, is for real. It's, like, the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. Um, but we so. did just say we were going to change the structure and we then did. never explained what we were going to change it to. Yeah, we were just opening a loop. Now let's close it. Okay. Um, so before we get in, we'll explain to you sort of what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. We decided that um, it would be helpful if one of us gave sort of the summary, and then we just dove into our feelings, thoughts, opinions on the chapter, um, and then we'll alternate back and forth on who's giving said summary. Yes. Can I can I piggyback off of that? Yes, you might. <laughs> uh, the way in which it is different from our previous episodes is originally we were – we were both trying to figure out our cadence of how we do a summary and it ended up being like I was too wayward and flagrant and just completely negligent and I was like I'm gonna just write some bullet points and you the listener had no fucking clue what I was talking about and then on the flip side we have Hannah I was a fucking book report a dry <laughs> I thought detailed you, I think you're book report but you might as well just read the book right like <laughs> right so we I, I want to explain how we came to this point and how it's changing so you all understand because I'm an over explainer um and just so that we know or at least we can retain how we've changed and grown because yay us yeah uh so yeah it became like a we were two sides of the same coin oh my god shut up you're welcome wink <laughs> wink uh and we needed to be I think we both collectively decided it needed to be more um 
streamlined but in a, in a way that is great for you and good for us so the summary it's not quite as elaborate as in let me go every single line every single page that you need to know it is a jet like legitimately an overview of the major highlights of the chapter and then when we get into our discussion points that's when you'll get some of the details um yeah I love and we'll that. discuss it you know discuss it i'm sure there's, clarifying. there's still sequential bullet points i, I can only imagine yeah um, so to decide who's going to go first, mm. which hopefully we'll be able to maintain this structure for the rest of the time, we're going to do a little pop, pop. We're going to do a little um, rock, paper, scissors. You want to do two out of three? Yeah. Okay. We, this is very important. Is it rock, mm. paper, scissors, shoot? Yeah, but you shoot on rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. That's when you show. That's when you show your hand. Yeah. So the fourth one. Yes. Is that how you normally do rock, it? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, has that been how you always do it? Yes. Same. Oh, yeah. I love that. I don't like the people who are like, you no. do it on three. No, you don't. No, you don't. Insane. Don't try to rush me. <laughs> I need time to make a last minute decision. Yeah. Um, All right. You ready? Okay. I'm going to roll my shoulders back. Get ready. I got to stretch. Very important. All right. Mm -hmm. I think because both of us want, want an outcome. <laughs> we do want an outcome because we are both procrastinators to an extent and have, you know, jobs that we have to focus on during the day. But so um procrastination all right here we go okay ready rock paper scissors shoot okay we both got scissors oh. rock paper scissors shoot damn okay ah, i, I got paper. paper i got paper yeah okay i hope i just lied and said she got paper <laughs> just gaslight me <laughs> on a podcast great okay okay ready rock, rock paper scissors shoot damn i got paper she got rock which means i win Fuck. Okay. Well, no, that's good. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, My summary uh, for twenty is really good. So we will forevermore. Um, Hannah will be the odd chapters. I will be the even chapters. Oh, look um, all right. Chapter. So, yeah. Give us the chapter nineteen summary. Chapter Hannah. nineteen. Well, um, this is a fun one. I'm nervous now that I'm going to fuck this up somehow. No like way. I'm so excited to rules. see how it lines up with my summary. <laughs> Obviously, we're not. you're never going to read it, but maybe one day we'll do um, a reverse. All right. I'm going to try to do this as fast as I can because surprisingly, I took a lot of notes on this chapter. Go for it. Farah gets to see the art gallery. She mentions that she still has nightmares. Um, she makes herself comfortable, follows the advice of the serial to just, like, stay with the High Lord. Um... She starts doing all the things, you know, that brought her joy, like painting. Um, her and Tamlin have some increased sexual tension as mm. well as mm. um, emotional connection by sharing personal things about, you know, like why he's being so nice to her. <laughs> um, there's some poems written. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing a good job at this, You're doing am a great I? job. Okay. This, is, this is truly the overview of the chapter. Um... And Tamlin also shares some personal things about himself. So that's great. Uh, we learn what mates are. And then um, we find out that there's a big event on the horizon. Uh, did I do a good job? Tell me more, tell me more. Don't take it very far. <laughs> I just had to learn to play the, my piano mm. lessons. And I hated every moment of it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, how did you feel about chapter 19? A lot, it uh, really does, a lot happens. At least we find out a lot of stuff. I say that every time, though. 
No, we do. <laughs> yes, I think that's a great, that is a good summary. That's exactly what happens overview wise. And I think that we should get into the details because I did have, um, I did have quite a few notes on, uh, I mean, a good page and a half on it. Yeah, I wrote two pages on this one. So mine are kind of all over the place. Um, that's okay. Um, I think the big thing, like you can cut out the whole, oh, they walk through the gallery, whatever. It's lame. Um, I think it's it's really um it's good foreshadowing that she keeps mentioning these nightmares and how they're watched over by a shadow and tamlin just brushes it off completely yeah you don't know what i'm talking about i really do what (laughs) shadow when did she say that um yeah oh my god i love she highlights things and i love that of course i didn't highlight this part One second, one second. Well, while you're, um, while you're looking for it, I did have a, a similar, a similar thought about her going through the gallery and, um, her, her paints arriving. So in the first page and a half, that's when she sees the gallery and her, you know, her inspiration is just thriving and she gets, she finally gets all her paint supplies and she, girl starts painting. She don't stop. I mean, weeks pass. That's what I was going to say. I was like, it's the first time that we really get a good sense of uh, some sort of time uh, Well, yeah, at, up to this point, it was like everything was happening day by day. Oh, my and God. And that's, that's why the first 150 pages feel so long. It's because it's like, Jesus Christ, how many things can happen in one day where I'm like, this is not a normal day. I go to work for eight hours and anything. I just sit sit there. And then I come home and I don't do much. I'm like, my days are not that eventful. No. Where Um, do you get that kind of life? Yeah. Basically, like, the main point is she begins to paint again. She does. And Um, so much That's when she starts talking about the dreams. I did highlight it. I found it. Oh, my God. Um, She never lets anyone see the, the paintings, whatever. But she says, like, hold on. Oh, she says, my dreams continued to be plagued by the deaths I'd witnessed, the deaths I'd caused, and the horrible pale woman ripping me to shreds. Oof. Wink, wink. Another reference. That's a second uh-huh. reference because there was what in a couple of chapters ago, a yeah. reference to a woman in another nightmare she was having. It was like her throat or something. Um, she was asking her name. Yes. And yes. again, when I say I've absorbed this book, yeah, it's in my body enough times that I did not pick that up until this go around where we started dissecting each chapter when it lets me know sometimes I really don't pay attention yeah but then she says all watched over by a shadow I could never quite glimpse oh my god uh-huh. I know who the shadow is you oh my do. god that just hit me oh my god uh-huh <laughs> um so yeah like I just obviously like her painting is a really big deal because it's a it's a huge theme in this whole series but I thought that was interesting that she added that little that nice little tidbit that yeah I did not pick up on until the third time I read it so um don't feel bad about that but um I I did point out in this when she does get that moment she does have a few weeks where she gets to really dive into and get lost in this new new quote-unquote life yeah that she's seemingly fallen into in her mind that she's making herself comfortable she's she was yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was thinking you know it, it's her new freedom 
and and she is distracted and she is it's you get to see this brief moment where she just lets loose and doesn't care about um you know her family she just she's not thinking about what's gonna be for dinner tomorrow because now she's got some steady consistency in her life even if it is weird and different than what she's used to she's getting three meals a day and she has her own space but isn't that interesting like that you bring that up because it's you see this in human nature too where human beings like if you're in survival mode right all you can worry about is surviving it's where's my next meal coming from where am i going to sleep blah 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 all that kind of how am i going to make money how am i going to pay my bills all that kind of stuff but once once all that's taken care of then you have to start to deal with those inner demons and all of that and that's that's where i actually wrote down that that you just said that but it's true because like she's she's getting out of this survival mode which means she's now confronting different sorts of problems and i wrote that she's grappling with the idea that her family has forgotten her yeah she's conflicted with doing what brings her joy because she's painting again but she's also like angry that her family didn't try to come and save her and so like it's this new challenge because she's not worried about her next meal she's having she has to process her own personal yeah it's like oh i have to slow down and and deal with this because i can't just go to the forest and hunt and distract myself you know oh absolutely it, it did make me think about obviously my own life because yeah. I had a I had a very we've talked about this in a, a few episodes back I had a very different childhood than you you know I was in survival mode all the way up to like my late 20s yeah no jo- uh, honestly probably till about 30 it was still just like trying to figure out what to do and around 30 I was like <laughs> you know I started having all these emotional ups and downs and I'm like I feel crazy what the fuck's going on um, but I finally found like I fell into a career and something that I sort of enjoyed doing it's a complicated one um but then I was like I got out of I got out of survival mode or I realized that I didn't need to be in it anymore but I like I was still living like I was Mm -hmm. and then I was like hmm but why am I so aware of my emotional ups and downs now whereas before I was just like today's good day today's bad day doesn't fucking matter yeah like go go take care of yourself yeah and then I actually started around like 31 having to do all this like personal development and emotional work because I'm like well, now this this should have been something I always did, but I never f- made it a priority because I was like, where am I going to sleep? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to do X, Y, and Z? Yeah. What am I going to do for this? Um, so it's just really interesting that you lose. It almost is like a, I want to say a negative feedback loop. I think I keep using that wrong though, but like if you were more emotionally stable because you know what you put out is what is attracted to you Mm -hmm. so if you focused on yourself even in those survival mode seconds if you focused on like your mental and emotional stability you almost wouldn't have to be so concerned with the survival mode it would just happen because you are more secure as a person and I think about that a lot again personally like there are a ton of things that happened that could have been avoided if I had been more sound as a person. Yeah, but you did what you could with what you had at the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. And, and you, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. It just happened. That's it just, just gave me the realization like, retrospective. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I just, I just thought, like, if I knew some of these things before, I yeah. wonder how If I need to buy Apple stock when it first came out, I would have, bro. <laughs> it's not the same. I know. I'm just kidding. Stock. I'm just kidding. But it just, it's just, it's no, I get, I get it's a different saying. level of, 
tools. Yes. It's, it's different even survival tools. For sure. So it's, it's really hard and I guess it's, it's complicated to explain, but I just was like, man, I wish I had been exposed to some of these things sooner because mm-hmm. I probably would have had the realization sooner versus it took me a couple of years in the environment that I was well, in. Well, that's why I think like I'm having a lot of those things now yeah. and I'm really grateful, even though they kind of suck sometimes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I'm having them yeah. at my age now and not some people don't go through that until they're 50 60 oh, years old no um Whew. but no i really did think that was interesting because i like because of our own interpersonal work we've been doing i was like mm. wow she's at a point where she's no longer she's surviving but in a different way so it's like yeah. her her demons are different yeah oh, i love that yeah i love that it also goes back to we talked about i want to say in episode two or three um there was another part on page 169 where she's talking about painting and she Mm -hmm. was like um it's a good example of expectations um and how she always saw everything so small you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and she was like oh she was expecting like four paints four colors of paints like she would have gotten back in the day when she was living her little yeah, a little shanty like the primary by the colors and some white paint. Exactly, and then but she gets this huge kit, and she's shocked. Um, she's just like, I, I wasn't expecting so many things. Um, so it's it's this whole new level of like, wow. Yeah, it raises her level of expectation without her even knowing it. Just knowing her very base was like, all I need is this. Yeah, to be well, happy. And you know, you know this. We talked about it last episode where it's like, oh do you you'll also need some canvas and she's like i will you don't just want me to paint the armoire is that how you <laughs> the girl it? who painted on canvas yeah one time <laughs> yeah but like the it, one time that's a good point like she's she got a lot more than she anticipated mm-hmm. um and she just kind of ran with it this bitch started painting for weeks which mm-hmm. i just couldn't imagine doing but i guess that is that's literally what she wanted you yeah. know mm-hmm. um what else? What else did you like about this chapter or notice? <laughs> uh, I don't actually know what which section I'm referencing by this. Okay. So I'm going to read my direct writing down because I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? Maybe you can tell me what I'm talking about. Um, but I wrote, we really see the Stockholm Syndrome setting in, LOL. Mm-hmm. But on the real, her starting to long for and miss tamlin is further proof that people's beliefs can change and that burying humans together again can be a thing so i th- i think i i hit on that because you know i hate this i don't like gary v that much as a person not as a person i just don't i didn't you don't relate to his content correct yeah. thank you i did i just never really vibed with him that's fine and but he posted something today and I even commented on it on the internet. I couldn't Whoa. believe it. But it was the first time he's ever said something that resonated with me. He was like, he basically said, you know, we have this whole long trajectory of people saying you can't change. No one can ever change. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's wrong. Like, that's false. Like, obviously, if I don't want to do this thing, but like, say I don't want to eat healthy, but I know I need it to survive and live longer and be healthy. And I do it, even though I don't want to do it, that's me changing. Mm-hmm. And we only change when we give ourselves space and do the work to change. And that comes from the desire to change. And I was like, well, shit. 
thank you like that's true like <laughs> it, it's just been so frustrating because you know I've heard a lot lately about people changing and I'm like well I've definitely changed and I want to change you've changed like that a, kind I of mean, thing yeah, where like people you, are like you're different and it's like yeah I'm fucking supposed to be yeah like no I mean there's certain inherent things about you that will never change it's just like you're very base person but your behaviors can change for sure and the, the choices you make and how you make them can change so it always really frustrated me saying like you know that girl's never gonna change and she's always gonna be like that really sure that man's never gonna change and he's always gonna be that way and it's like you can't change somebody no you can't change someone but they can change themselves if they want to I um, wish I knew what you were talking about here. Well, I think I was just noticing that, you know, she there's she gets to a oh, point how she's where she she's is starting changing. to. Yeah, she's she's trying to, to expand yeah. the way she's thinking. She's letting go of her negativity against yeah. the fairy well, realm yeah, in the because, world. Because like it, it does circle back to what we we're talking about, like with how she's having different challenges now that she's no longer in survival mode. Yeah. Um, she has this very big emotional outburst where like she's really <laughs> she's sure not does. just feeling her feelings she's expressing them <laughs> um you know and like it it's actually kind of nice she's like, lashing out irrationally yeah but it's nice and it's one of the few redeeming times that i really like tamlin because he comforts her in a really really kind and empathetic way and he lets her get this like anger and all these emotions that she's feeling out, you know, she's, I mean, she's like all those years, what I did for them, they didn't even try to stop you from taking me. She's also conflicted with like allowing Tamlin to erase her from like their life with the glamor. Mm -hmm. um, and she goes through all of these, these emotions, which obviously if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to reread it it's for a you. Of but what I love is that like, he just says this. Don't feel bad for one moment about doing what brings you joy. And that's like one of the redeeming, this is a great redeeming situation for Tamlin. For oh me, God. because yes. rereading that, I was like, oh, like, I do, like, he's not shitty all the time. Because, like, we but keep saying red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, but th he handles this very empathetically. He does. And then he ruins it literally in the next paragraph. But it's fine. I'll just stop reading there. No. <laughs> and the thing is, is it, it goes to show the dimension of people. And yeah. it shows Sarah's great writing skill in writing not just dimensional worlds, but dimensional, like, human emotion. Even if they're not human, they're very dimensional emotion. Because he's not inherently a bad person. He is traumatized by things in his past. He's damaged by things that he has never yeah. processed, and he's created ways to get through that. Whether there's he's a got baggage, yeah, absolutely. And and it's funny that you you reference that because there is I before we even got to this when we started this and we we're like we're gonna just plow through one through twenty five because uh -huh. they're so boring. Um, I had all these notes, and my only thing that I wrote about chapter nineteen like six weeks ago was. Tim Lindsay Q is on 10. <laughs> Get out. It His is, emotional like, quotient yeah. is out of control. Yeah. Because I think that's the same line or like a close to the same space. What page are you on? 172. Oh, thank God. Are you at the top or the bottom? Bottom. Okay, great. So it had my favorite line in it that is at the top of this page where he was like, uh, you know, she went on this whole thing um, and she's talking about her self-pity being absurd and my uh -huh. the favorite things he's ever said is, if it grieves you, he said, the words caressing my bones, then I don't think it's absurd at all. Uh, 
Well, it's true. Get That's like everyone's problem. Like my problems aren't bigger than your problems. They're just your problems. Yes, but if it makes you sad, it's still the same impact. Like yeah, it's like your problems are your problems regardless. Like you don't, ha- yours doesn't have to be sadder than, we're not comparing okay. our piles of shit right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can just be sad because I watched a fly die today and you could be sad because I'm not going to say something traumatic because then I'm really my like car. My car, <laughs> like my car blew up. Yeah, and I have it's to like, like get a new one. Yeah, on, you're not I'm comparing. Sad. You're not comparing. That's a it's good not comparing atro- atrocities. Yes, it's I just like that. Going, there you go. There can be equal emotion on both sides, and you can't say one's worse than the other. Yeah. N- now, disclaimer: there are things that are actually worse than other things, and I, I, I think like, that's really fair like Kim to Kardashian say. losing her diamond earring in the ocean. I'm yo bitch. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, I, I'm just thinking if, perspective. You go to, if you go to the ocean with it's perspective, but also you are, your feelings are valid no matter what they are and you're allowed to feel them. Well, I don't, I'm not saying, on that one. I don't want to stick up for a Kardashian. I'm just not saying. at all. I think that's um, dumb as fuck. If you go there knowing the risk, that's your risk. It has to be something out of your control. <laughs> okay, that was scratch, absolutely in scratch, her control. Scratch. We're not deleting that. Yeah. I just want people to know that was in her control. Okay. But it, it's the difference yes. between, like, you know, breaking a heel or maybe, like, rolling your ankle and then, like, I don't know. Being paralyzed? No. I'm confused. Can we just continue? Yeah, we can't come up with good answers. Okay. Or I think the people get it. And you if do. they don't, well, that's not my problem. <laughs> that's yours. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yep. Okay, but how does he ruin it? Tell us more. Um, well, so... <laughs> That's when she finally hits this boiling point and she's like, why? Why are you even doing this? Why are you being so nice to me? I don't understand. And um, he says, because your human joy fascinates me. The way you experience things in your lifespan so wildly and deeply and all at once is entrancing. I'm drawn to it, even when I know I shouldn't be, even when I try not to be. And so this does open a loop of... That's very Bridgerton season two, though. I hate you, but you're the... Bane of my existence. And the whatever, whatever. And the object of all, all my, my desires. desires. Get out. You know, one of the best lines ever written, I have it to say. It was so good. have to say. <laughs> I did. But, like, he basically explains that he's attracted to her humanness. And um, I. this is the point I would like to open the loop that I, I will be coming back to this later, but not till book two. I'm just putting that seed there. Ooh. I'm not opening the loop very well. Sow those seeds. Yes. I'm going to talk about and that And I'm going to reap it Oof. in book two. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. But it, it, it all comes down to the fact that he's attracted to her because of her humanness. Okay. And all right, I'll, farmer. I'll leave it at that. Farmer Kingsburg. Don't call me that. Oh, wow. You're planting it and reaping it. I don't, I don't know what else to say to you. Uh, nothing. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I don't know what the... Sometimes I genuinely don't know what I'm saying because I didn't make a good reference to this. This is a, a throwback to my um, uh, negligent style of note-taking where all I wrote is, and we get the second dose of tingle sensations, winky face. The hell does that mean? What dose of, of tingling do we get? Is it? I, I'm, I'm really unsure. Um, I think the next really big thing is... Um, them going to the Glen. Oh, shit. No? Did you have something before that? No, you're right, you're right. I feel like that's the next sort of fun thing. It's, it's... Well, do you mean the Glen or... 
I feel like the next big thing that I actually liked that I thought was really sweet, if we're still talking about Tamlin being sweet, were, were actually the limericks that he wrote for her. Because they go to the um, they go to little forest first. Oh yeah, he like stalks her through the forest. He does, which it's just one of those things where I think it's really it's 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 not stupid. It's just interesting. Like it's he's playful. a high fay, but like she's setting all these traps. How is he so alert and astute and can hear everything? And I his think senses he got are on like on twenty purpose. You think so? Because he seemed genuinely shocked. Like I don't know. I'm I think he's a good actor. It seems well. So he is. That we do find out he whole, is a pretty good actor. This whole interaction is that. so flirtatious, and he was like very contrived. Her. It's contrived. Yeah, he's following her through the woods. Like, mm. there's no doubt in my mind he would have seen the snares. And he, it's like when you play along because you know, it's like Spider Man. This them. is literally from fucking Spider Man. Sarah, you gotta <laughs> stop with this. When is it DC? Is it Marvel? Is it Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, I don't know. Disney. You know, when he gets, he's upside down. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, he, they that's kiss. literally what. No, happened. they don't kiss. No, but like in my mind, they did, but they actually didn't. Um, <laughs> but when that does happen, I I did LOL. I literally wrote LOL in my book because I do that a lot. um, they're like obviously staring at each other face to face, but he's like dangling down. Yeah, he got caught in. Her, in case you haven't heard that yet, he she sets sets the snares in the uh, in the forest, yeah. and then. And then he is entrapped in them and dangles upside down. And what's funny is that, like, obviously they're flirting. There's been some tension back and forth, especially from, like, their little connection the night before. And then she says, um, he leaned his head toward me, a silent invitation. I ran my fingers through his hair gently, carefully. And I said, and then he purred. (laughs) And I was like, so you literally pet him. Because well, he is again, a beast. He's a beast, like a cat, wolf, yeah, bear. But I'm just imagining this because we know it's going to be turned into like a real series, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm hoping they don't fuck it up, and I get the ick or I cringe because he's like weirdly purring. <laughs> I wish oh, I can't do it. <laughs> It's genetic. You can't laugh at me. I'm not. My Spanish teacher in elementary school berated me because I couldn't do it. And I was like, I can't roll my R's. But like mine did too because I couldn't roll them when I was younger. I I literally had to. Like it was just like my one day I just magically could do it. Um, but, but yes, I think we can purring. skip my faults and move on to his problems. <laughs> They're not your faults. Just shortcomings. It's okay. They're not. It just makes you unique. Well, Malia cut that out. Like my web toes. I'll leave that in if you'd like me to. Okay. <laughs> um, but what I do enjoy is, yes, they do have that that playful whatever. Um, but even though you're like, oh, well, what he giveth, he taketh away in the next chapter, a paragraph of being a dick. I It still comes back to, I just think that's his personality. And he doesn't intend it to be douchey. It's just yeah. like Loki is. Um, but he, he ends up writing her these little limericks. Um, what she calls five-lined poems. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know what all the versions of poems are called because I know that there's, like, different styles. So I'm, I'm just mad we only get one poem. And you know it's because Sarah's probably not, like, a, a poet laureate. Is that what they're called? Yeah, no, sepa. Anyways. I don't speak Spanish. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, oh, okay. I don't know. Um, 
but we only get one poem. Do, will you read it for us? Will you read me the poem? <laughs> look at my eyes the whole time. Yeah, but I don't know the, the cadence of it. Well, I can't look at you the whole time because I have to read it. Okay. Do your best. Uh, let me put the book right by your face. Not, I can't see you. I will hang by Okay. There once was a lady most beautiful, spirited, if a little unusual. Her friends were few, but how the men did cue. But to all she gave a refusal. That was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thanks, Cam. I've never had anyone read <coughs> me a poem before. Oh. I actually think I texted my boyfriend when this happened, and I said, can you write me a poem? And he said, why? <laughs> I thought he was just going to be like, no. <laughs> I never got the poem. That <coughs> means anything. He, well, he said we'll why, so. Later, so. Um, but I do like that he, he, before he goes into this poem and reads it to her, because he does read it to her, uh, he was like, before you bolt or start yelling, um, he wanted to read her this poem mm -hmm. because he's aware that she's like a runner, like me. Mm -hmm. I'll just run, run right away from you anything. You do run. I, I like to run. Uh, and, but what we find out, I'm going to ruin this for everyone. Um, what we do find out is that he wrote all these limericks. He wrote a bunch of different ones based off of you know, the, the list of words that he found in her pocket that she was so embarrassed by um, a few, yeah. a few yeah. chapters ago, it's limericks that involve all of the words that were written on that paper. Yeah. So it just shows the effort that he's putting in. It shows oh, that very he actually, cute. I mean, like it's one of those, like I've dated men that haven't put in near as much effort. <laughs> no so one does. Yes. No one does. And that's what makes you realize like, those he wanted to he won it's that whole argument which we don't have to get into because there's issues with that but it's that whole thing like it, no he's showing effort and i love it he is and this is the thing about toxic relationships that make you stay for they the show enough redeemable <laughs> qualities that outweigh that let you overlook the red flags absolutely um so it's really cute and she has the realization that it's the words and then you know she's She's just taken aback and shock and all, and that's probably where she tingles more. I don't know. I don't think well, she Well, she actually laughs, which is a fun drawback yeah. to a few chapters ago when he goes, when was the last, he goes, have you ever even laughed, or when was the last time you laughed? We talked about it, because I brought it up, um, but a few, like, chapters ago, they were talking, and he was like, when was the last time you ever even laughed? And then this. She's like, never. Well, then that's when she realized, like, her existence hasn't been very happy. So um, she tipped her head back and laughed. And I think, um, oh, yeah, it says it here. Like sunshine shattering age hardened ice. Oh, graphic. But that's another foreshadowing to um, the hate that she previously or still has in her heart that is sort of slowly melting away because no. you know let it go let it go please cut that off i won't okay <laughs> hey, you're um, gonna be mad when i get my big singing break i won't be mad i'll be really 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 obnoxiously happy for you and then i will also ask for five percent of their profits because i gave you this platform <laughs> um well, uh, the next big thing. Yes, the next big thing yeah, while she's there, she, they're walking and strolling. She's still smiling as they head towards what you said, the Glen. Um, it's not the Glen. I lied. Okay, good. Because I was like, do you remember the I part where we. <laughs> I completely lied about the Glen. I think the Glen happened in a few chapters back. I know. Where we saw him with his shirt off. I know. And the, the Glen. 
The stargazing pool. The star that was pool. chapter 18. That's what it oh, was. Oh, there it is. But the next part that is really important, we do actually learn the difference between mm-hmm. mating or between a mate. We know what mating is. Between a mate and a, like, a husband or a wife in the yeah. traditional sense. Um, yeah, this is like where Tamlin is also opening up about his life, which mm. where we were previously only getting sort of Feyre's backstory. Um, Tamlin mm-hmm. opens up that... Um, his parents were mates and that um it's a very like rare sort of matching that happens with fairies um but their mate is their equal their match in every way um and there truly is like when you're when you're mated as sarah describes it when you're mated it's like it's like your whole essence combines with this other person and you are indistinguishable in scent um and like spirit yeah or but whatever he, i i do like that we we learn more about tamlin's family yeah um because like obviously in the previous chapter we learned tamlin spilled the beans on lucian's <laughs> family and like <laughs> why lucian's with the spring courts because mm-hmm. like his brothers are shitty his dad is shitty and he says that tamlin goes my father and my two brothers were worse than lucian's um but like meaning they were just tragically disgusting yeah hum- like they ho- they owned slaves fairy like, beings yeah like they were the they're, they're cruel like they were what the nightmares are made of kind of yeah, yeah they were just evil evil um and he's like the only person in my family i really loved was my mom and she stayed around because like him and her dad or him and his dad motherfucker <laughs> his mom and his dad were mates and that's why she was around so much and yep. didn't leave it's because like it's a bond so deep that marriage is insignificant yeah. in comparison per quotation of Tamlin. um and then obviously we keep saying in the past tense they were uh we find out the reason that tamlin is the high lord is because uh his entire family was killed by an enemy court um mm. And that's really all he says. It's just a, a sad story that his, literally his entire family was killed. Yeah. Um, and that's when Feyre makes this interesting, at least I thought it was interesting. Um, Feyre makes this analogy that her and Tamlin are mirrors, which I thought, did you pick up on that? No. No. T- Tell me more. <laughs> um, can I just read it? Yeah. I'm not yeah gonna I be love when you read it. to me. Um, I looked up at him. It was literally after, like, um, because Tamlin's trying to relate to her in this way of my 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 brothers were shitty and they wouldn't have tried to save me mm-hmm. from a fate like yours kind of thing. Um, and because she kept saying like, "Oh, my family's so horrible. They didn't try to save me." And he's like, "Trust me, mine wouldn't have either. Like, you're not alone." I think that's the olive branch. She was. That's not an olive branch. I think that's the, the connection. Yeah, I think he was trying to relate to her to be like, "You're not the only one that has shitty fucking siblings and parents. Like, my family wouldn't do that either." Yeah. And um, she, or Sarah writes, "I looked up at him. Such a brutal, harsh world with families killing each other for power, for revenge, for spite and control. Perhaps his generosity, his kindness, Stockholm Central, mm. was a reaction to that. Perhaps he'd seen me and found it to be like gazing in a mirror of sorts." What page is that? On? <laughs> <laughs> it's on one seventy-seven. Oh God. 
That's where I was because I was like, I wonder if. Yeah, I mean, I highlighted a lot of it, but it, it's just like. <laughs> just highlight the whole page. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of that thing of like he's trying to connect with her by saying like, not overstepping her story, but being like, you're not alone. Like, I've also had similar things happen. And I yeah. think. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that she made this relation that they're they're mirrors in some way. Yeah. I mean, it will go into the loop that you opened earlier yes. that will you will close later. But yes. it, it definitely shows how um, he is starting to be drawn to this very specific w- way. I mean, they have very similar backgrounds. Um, and, and that connection itself is what the trauma bond is created out of yeah no i mean their their connection while it's it's fun to dissect yeah and see how it happens it's also um the whole reasoning behind it which we find out at the end of the book is enlightening and reading it knowing it already is what allows me to pull out stuff like that you know Mm because i already know why he's acting the way he is i can only speculate at this point yeah. but I really do know we do why. we do know too much we know too much um but at the end of this page on 177 and that's which the is reason why. you keep reading is because when you find out why it god you cannot it stop. makes it worth it oh my gosh oh my gosh um but on this same page is when it's when it all this is what i we talked about prior to starting recording it's this is the beginning of the beginning like this is the part page 177 it's the it's the prelogue to all the good good stuff um you know where where she is making that comparison and she's listening to his story and she's personally identifying with him she even says a half wild beast nesta had once called me um, that's what I mean, the whole mirror. Yeah, yeah, similar to him. Yeah, she's also, she's starting to compare herself to Tamla. To him, yeah, absolutely. But that's like, you could also look at it from the perspective that he's he's purposely trying to connect with her to manipulate her. And I you won't get in. You can't say, I mean, you can't absolutely say that. I have so many I, other things I know, I, I can't get into it, but it's one of those but things where you don't even know if that's true. That's, that's, that's wild what I'm speculation. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't even know Sarah that. Sarah could be like, I didn't even intend that. I don't know <laughs> how you got that. <laughs> no, but really, and I, I agree with that, but we find out literally just sentences after this on, on the very top of the next page. Um, you know, they're trying not to be like awkward and like this is a weird conversation, so she just starts looking around. Um, and she's you know they're walking through the woods and all of a sudden she sees these wood piles and whatever being set up and um and she looks over and is like what are those what are those Uh, oh that really is what she says yeah oh yeah and that's (laughs) where we find out this is that's what i said this is the beginning of the beginning um where we find out about cal and my cal and my fire night um fire night yeah so he explains he he almost brushes her off because obviously he's been so elusive with information literally this entire mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and so even on this he's super mysterious and he he brushes it off it's it's just this spring ceremony um he says we light bonfires and then the magic we create helps regenerate for the the, the land, land for the year ahead uh-huh. like, um, <laughs> and then he says there's a ritual but it's very fairy Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. No, that's that is, it is it gets good. 
Kalamai is a great chapter. It's coming soon. Oh my god, just you have to you have to. This is this is really where it like this whole series becomes worth it starting now. Yeah. Truly. And it's still a little bit of a slow build for the next few chapters. Um just hang in there though cuz it's it's fucking it's good. Yeah. Um I mean the last little thing on this chapter was the adder. Right? Yeah, and I have questions about that. Um Oh, <laughs> I did. Okay, so um, it's funny that you've said all these things about mirrors and m- mirroring or whatever. I've noticed that when I read this, there's a, a lot of um, clenching of jaws. He clenched his jaw. He pushed his shoulders back. And literally every time I read it, I, I sit up and I roll my shoulders back. I'm like, yeah, push, push, push. Mm, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that was just a side note that I pointed out to myself I'm like oh my god why am I doing it too what's wrong with me um uh we do actually yes the last really like yeah, super their, important thing their is conversation is interrupted when he yeah, has like they're walking back to the garden they're walking back through the garden from the woods after he's telling her about fire night yeah and basically it's just like this pause and he's like stay hidden don't come out I, I don't care what you overhear but you need to stay hidden which it's also I'm going to say note because I know we tried to not say no. Nope. Take a drink. <laughs> Alcoholic or non, doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, it's it's interesting that he hides her and is like specifically says, don't come out no matter what you overhear, which is a weird, subtle, manipulative way to tell someone to listen. It's like saying, don't, don't look Do at that. Do we have to say You're manipulative way or <laughs> can it just be a subtle hint? It's a hint. But yeah. he manipulative is so negative, sorry, but he needed sorry. her to hear it. Yes. Like, so and she needed to hear it. Yeah. And so it's one of those things because this conversation is actually really important. So to the so end of pivotal. the story. And so, yeah. But because this is the part <laughs> I was talking, I referenced this exact moment yeah. in, I want to say, episode two. I don't know. It, wa- w- it was probably episode two where I said, we hear about this same thing later. And it's yeah. very pivotal to the whole story, and it's the place they come back to, except she's already heard it before, yeah. but in, like, chapter four or five. Yeah. Um, but he, by saying, by telling someone, hey, don't don't come out no matter what you overhear, uh, that obviously means I'm going to start listening. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? It's um, reverse psychology. And that's exactly what she does. She sure does. So... We hear about the elusive, yet again, the elusive she, you know, ambiguous as I wrote hell. that down, too. I think it, I actually wrote elusive she. Uh, I wrote, we meet the phantom she, little buddy, the adder, who yeah. referenced once, e- like, yeah. So we basically, we can't see any f- part of this interaction in the book. We can only hear it. So. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I'm so glad yeah. because the next chapter, I have some thoughts, and <laughs> I'm upset about it because I still... You do not see this thing. Old girl, Feyre, does not see the adder. And it's called the adder. I'm going to ruin that for you. Obviously, we already know if you're listening to this, there's going to be spoilers. Um, she doesn't visually see it. She just feels the beat of the air. And I want to say is like hot breath. <laughs> yeah. It, and Lucian also joins them in the garden at this point. So it yeah. just he's also there because Lucian was walking like around the hedge or something. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, someone who wasn't there, someone invisible. <laughs> I 
I already know what you're gonna say. Okay, wait, let's keep going, and then we'll talk about that next chapter mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. when you have your problems. Yep. Um, <laughs> basically, like they're the adders, kind of quizzing Tamlin, like they're. Um, oh no! Oh no! <gasps> oh, should I get my? Um, should I get a Mophie? I can. While you talk. Okay. Just talk a lot. Okay. Don't stop talking. Um. <laughs> it's kind of weird talking with you walking around. I'm right here. Um. So basically, like, they start having. And I mean, they, Tamlin and Lucian start having this conversation with this invisible person and she can't see anything. It's just overhearing it. And they're talking about um, court, which we already know she's in the spring court. But this is obviously in reference to another court. It just says at court. Um, And she, that's where this elusive she comes back in. She's begun wondering, wondering why you haven't given up yet and why four Naga wound up dead not too long ago. Um... And so Lucian and Tamlin kind of go back and forth with this invisible person. Um, and uh, I don't, I need, no, you, you're going to have to come back in because we need to decide if we're going to say Heart of Stone or not. Yes, I think we absolutely should. She says it. It's not like we're giving it away. Okay. Well, we're not giving it away. Okay. Um, ah. you lay down, cutie. So basically, like, they're arguing back and forth, tensions are high, whatever. Um, and Lucian is just like, you need to get out. Like, we've had enough of you. And we don't, you, lady. we don't want you here. Um, go on, get. Just go on, get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. The reason I'm stalling is <laughs> because oh. I don't know if I want to say this next piece. Say it. Come on. It's a podcast. Does it give it things. away, though? No, it's <sighs> just a re- that you have literally no idea. It's just this. It's weird. This podcast isn't for us to not give away spoilers. I know. Okay. Come so on. The, the invisible thing, which is the adder. The invisible thing. Sorry. I didn't realize we didn't know what the, it was the adder yet. Uh, it doesn't matter because, again, spoiler, it's oh, no, an adder. We do find it out in this chapter. We it, do find it out. Anyways, um, because hey. remember, Fair is just overhearing this entire interaction between the three people. Um, and the, the invisible thing says, though you have a heart of stone, Tamlin, you certainly keep a host of fear inside of it. Oh, but doesn't he, though? God, aren't, isn't he just so fueled by fear? He is. That's his that's entire motivation. That's it's why he what lashes he's out irrationally all But the think time. about what he's already lost. Oh, little bee. So cute. But if you think about like everything he's lost, it makes sense. Like it's not. It's true. It's, it's true. It is not insane. It's just you know, I've been I've but just been listening to a lot of Brene Brown mm. and I'm watching a lot of Brene Brown because she is just you know I perfect. I she is perfect and I genuinely want her to be my mom. She I just, can be. I just don't think that she'd be um, open to that. Yeah. But uh, Brene, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, I would still like you to do that for me. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, Tamlin, like, removes the glamour or whatever he had that was hiding her in the in the little bushes mm-hmm. and is like, it's gone. And that's when Lucian realizes that she's there. Like, he didn't even know. Mm. And he goes, what did you hear? And she's like, nothing, nothing that I understood, blah, blah, blah. Who, what was that? Um, 
but uh, that's when Feyre, you can tell, like, even though she she overheard all this, she's still, she is trying to process sort of what happened. For sure, but she doesn't understand. she's like, there's mentions of court that's very different than the spring court that she's used to. Um, she's wondering, like, is this she person who killed Tamlin's parents? Like, a high lady, perhaps, in lieu of a lord? Wink, wink. But we wink, already know. Wink, wink, uh, wink, wink I don't wink. know if we know, but we do actually learn eventually that there is no such thing as a high lady. Yeah. And that's important. I think important. we learn that in the and next book. Well, we do. Yeah. But as of right now, I can already just tell you there is no high ladies. It's it's only high high lords. And that brings me to – that's just an open loop for me because I have something in the next couple of chapters actually where I reference that. Um, But, yeah, that's when Lucian says if the adder saw her and Tamlin cuts him off and is like it didn't. Um, But Feyre – it is good that – I'm proud that Feyre – saw or overheard this entire interaction and is actually trying to make sense of even if even though she's really fucking off base at this point yeah in her what she thinks it's about yeah she's still trying to make sense of it which shows that she's not a fucking idiot because she's like um i contemplated who this she was to make tamlin and lucian so nervous and to command that thing as her messenger because it it also it almost reminds Pharaoh, like, yeah, Tamlin's the High Lord, and he's supposed to be this powerful person, but it but seems like the blight. Yeah, it <sighs> seems like he may not be the most powerful person. Yeah. Um. So this is her, like, again, it's a lot of mystery. It's a lot of seeds planted. It's a lot of random facts that you don't understand why you're getting. Um, and I'm telling you, like, some of the stuff that I've pointed out here, I did not notice until my third time around. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but this, I actually, this is a, it was a long chapter, but it was a pretty good chapter. It was. It was a good one. It was, it was just good. Um, it was a good tie back. It was, it's just a nod to Sarah and her ability to, um, tie back in detail that yeah. you never imagined or you would never it's think of. It's stuff you fucking read over because you're like, oh, it's just. I mean, it's just the example of even her vomit. finding the, him finding this list of words and then it coming up multiple. It just, she's just so, so, so good at that. Um, and I, and I love it cause you're like, oh great. Well, that could have easily just been a detail where she's like, oh, he found this embarrassing list of words and I don't know how to read. Like, that could have been the end of that, and she doesn't stop there. She takes it so much more uh, in-depth, which is great. Yeah, I love it. Um, that was our conclusion of Chapter 19. It was kind of a long chapter, so thank you for listening and listening to our new format. We would love feedback on the structure of the show. Do you like it better than our former episodes? Do you want to see no format. <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Um, or would you like something different? Or if you have no opinion and don't care, you're just here to listen – okay um we're yeah. gonna ask you to just go ahead and put a bookmark right in there at a uh, page 181 yeah i think it's a long chapter we're gonna yeah, start yeah. we're Lots gonna start over next time um also if you don't already follow us on instagram bookmark it podcast um we also have our website facebook because they made us they did um, it was no one uses facebook we're millennials we don't oh, have oh no what? yeah we, yeah we don't um use our website bookmarketpodcast.com Leah's worked really hard on it so I've barely put any effort into it so (laughs) I did Um, get us the the domain name yeah and then of course as always um currently we're only available on apple Podcasts, but hopefully that'll change soon but rate review subscribe all that stuff um 
it really does help us as individuals. So it's something really small that may seem insignificant, but it means a lot to us. And it only takes a couple of seconds. So five um, stars, hit that five. And we're give this real. I got five <laughs> on it. I just know I got five yeah. on it. That's about it. Something about Indo. Yeah. Um. Talking about weed. Yeah. Don't worry. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, thanks for listening. Until and next time. We will see you. Uh. Then until no. next time. Yeah. <laughs> until next time. Put a bookmark in it.